Good morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message. Great to see you. Well, actually, I can't see you, uh, but it's great to be together on this Sunday morning. Uh, it's a beautiful Sunday in March here in Burlington. And uh, we are doing church very differently today. In fact, I'm staring at a camera as we speak. But uh, I'm grateful today for technology and for the fact that we've got a great team that has worked very hard this week to make all of this happen. Uh, We are excited to be a part of your day and to bring to you some encouraging words from really the book that doesn't change. And it's the Bible, the Word of God, and it's forever settled in heaven. We talked about that on Wednesday night. But we're together today, and I just want to encourage you as we talk today from the Word of God to open your minds and hearts because I believe God's Word will speak to you. There's no need for the child of God to walk in fear. There's no need for you to be in panic mode. These are exciting times for the church. I do believe that. I'm excited about what's happening. Not that we're dealing with coronavirus. I'm not excited about that. But I believe that God is allowing this to be an exciting time for the church of God. And we are going to see great things in the hearts and minds of many people during this. Um, We're going to pray and ask God to be with us as we go into the Word of God today. And I know there are needs among us. I know there are people. You've got situations and you're got work issues and finance issues and health issues, but you know what? The name of Jesus is greater than every single one of them, and we want you to know that God is with you. He'll see us through. So let's just take a moment uh, before I get started today, and let's just ask God to come and and just cover our minds and our families and our hearts and, and just lead us forward in Jesus' name. God, I thank you today for the people of God for the sweet people of Life Church, God, that are gathered in their homes today. I just pray, God, that you would speak peace into their hearts, their minds, their families. God, whatever situation they're facing today, God, we can come to you knowing with assurance. And God, I pray for this time together. I pray as I break down the word of life today, God, that you would use it and speak, God, hope, speak peace, speak life into someone's mind. God, as the word of God goes forth, I pray you would touch my mind. God, help my mind to be open to receive, God. And God, not to live in fear and panic, but to operate, God, in faith, knowing that you're with us every step of the way. Bless this time together in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. All right. The word that I believe God is wanting to speak to us today is really a simple word. Um, I got looking at this verse of Scripture this week, and it's a Scripture that I, uh, I go to. Uh, at times when you need God, you need a shelter. And it's in, found in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 10. It's one verse. Um, the Bible says in Proverbs 18 and 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. I'm going to talk to you today about the power in the name of Jesus. Amen? Look at your friend across the living room and say there's power in the name of Jesus. 
All right. You know, a, a few years ago, I had the privilege of traveling to the country of Ireland to spend some time with our wonderful missionary family there, our missionaries Terry and Cindy McFarland. And, and what an amazing place Ireland is. Of course, my last name is O'Donnell, as you know. And so I was going home to the motherland. And we got to see the, the beauty of Ireland and that great country. And one of the things that we did when we were there... We went to a place up the Wicklow Mountains. It's a little village, a little city town, whatever they call it, called Glendalough. And there at Glendalough, there is this 6th century medieval monastic city. The ruins are there of this ancient time and ancient place. And we got to walk through the, the, the graveyard and down by the old cathedral church that was there and the ruins of the walls it was just it was breathtaking because you'd actually felt like you'd step back in time to another era and the thing that I wanted to kind of make mention today that in the center of that little city that little village there was a very tall round tower that stretched into the sky it was about a hundred plus feet in the air and as you went around it, it was circular, and, and about 20 feet above the ground, there was an opening, a doorway. And Brother McFarland, our great friend and missionary, he, he told us the story. He said, um, many of the monks back in that time, they were the ones that were preserving Scripture. They were writing daily and making copies of the Word of God, and, and, and the the um, Germanic tribes were, were working their way through a Europe, and they were coming through, and they were conquering Rome, and they were working their way eastward in a Europe. They were destroying much of the treasures of the Bible and the religious world. They, they were conquering many, many places. And, and the, the word is that when, when they set sail for the, the island of Ireland, the, the monks had this way of notifying um, each other. There was a castle on the coast, and it could kind of be watching for any enemy ships coming into the harbor. And as they would see these ships coming toward them, the enemies coming to destroy or to conquer, they, they would use their lanterns and they would light up pathways up into this valley called the Wicklow Valley. And there the monks would understand danger is approaching, the enemy is coming. And they would take all of the Bibles and all the copies and all the treasures and they would get themselves into this strong tower. And when they would get up into the tower, they would pull the ladder up inside. They would, they would shut the door and they were able to hold fast and know that they were protected from the enemy as long as they were in the strong tower. What, what a great analogy today. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And we, as the people of God, as the righteous of God, we can run into the name of the Lord and we can find safety. When it seems like the world is in chaos, when it seems like everything is going down the tubes, there's a place, church, that you can go to. There's one that you can run to, and it's a strong tower, and the righteous can run into it, and they can be safe. I thank God for the name of Jesus. I thank God that there's power in the name of Jesus. 
One of the great psalms that you've probably read several times in the last week. You've heard many people talk about it. You've seen lots of posts about it. But Psalm 91 is one of those great psalms when we're facing trouble. The Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 1, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And verse 2 is what I want you to notice. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He's my refuge. He's my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Psalm 91 begins to give us a litany of things that we're protected to. If we can just get to the fortress, if we can just get to the strong tower, if we can just find our place in the refuge of our God. Psalm 91 verse 3 through 7 says, it lets us know, he will deliver you from the perilous pestilence. Well, thank God for that. Man, that gives me hope. In all the the, the fear-mongering that's going on with people afraid of of all this virus stuff, and and I want you to be afraid at some level. I want you to do the proactive things to wash your hands and stay away from people. But the Bible says he's going to deliver you from the perilous pestilence. He's going to cover you with his feathers. You shall not be afraid of the terror at night nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at thy side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto you. Praise God for that. What a great hope. What a great promise. I can go to the Word of God. I can run to the strong tower. I've got a God who's my refuge. I've got a God who's my fortress. And He is going to see you through. Amen? Do you believe that today? He will see you through. Hallelujah. I thank God for the name of Jesus. There's an old song I thought of this week. There's victory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Tell me who can stand against us when we call on that great name. It's Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. We have the victory. Today, church, we have the victory because we can run to the name of Jesus. A great verse of Scripture in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9. Many of you probably could quote it. But God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every other name. It's greater than any other name out there. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven those on earth, and those under the earth. I want to encourage you today. We've got a weapon in the face of an enemy. We've got the power of the name of Jesus. And we can come against the enemy that's coming against us in the name of Jesus. Everything must bow down to that name. His name is greater than anything in heaven. His name is greater than anything on earth. And there's a lot of things on earth that we need to fear We need to fear sickness and cancer. We might need to fear coronavirus. But I've got something that's greater. I've got a name that's greater than any virus that's out there. What a powerful, powerful truth in God's word today. And it's greater than things under the earth, the Bible says. It's greater than Satan. It's greater than any kind of evil spirit and any kind of demon out there. The name of Jesus is greater. And we have the right 
to use that name, the power of the name of Jesus against it all. You know, the name of Jesus has authority. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, the Bible says, Behold, I give you the authority. Everybody say authority. I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. Well, I'm not going to go looking for any serpents and scorpions. But the Bible says we have power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus, according to the word of God, gives us power, gives us authority over the enemy. The name of Jesus is really the highest authority. It says here that it's a name that is above every name. You know, people like to, to name drop sometimes. You know, you get around some people, they like to tell you who they know and who they're hanging out with. You know, I spent the afternoon at the palace with the Queen Elizabeth, and I, I you know, Donald Trump and I, we are, we are buds, and we go golfing together at Mar-a-Lago, Mar or, or Justin and I, when I was in, in um, Ottawa just a few weeks ago, I went and saw Justin over on Sussex Drive. You know, we like to name drop. But you know what? There's a name that's above every other name. It doesn't matter how powerful you might be in this world, how big of a name you might have in this world, but there's a name that is greater, and it's the name of Jesus. It's higher. And we have the authority because we are child. We're a child of God. We, we've got his name attached to our lives. And so it's just like the police officer. As the police officer stands there on the corner or stands in the middle of the highway with his police badge on and his uniform he can put up one hand and he can with the authority that's been given to him he can stop all traffic all because he's been given authority child of god i want to let you know that you've been given authority you can make some prayers you can pray some prayers in the name of jesus and you've been given authority to go forward and to stop hell in its tracks you know what? The enemy would like to wreak havoc in your family. The enemy would like to wreak havoc in your finances. The enemy would like to come and wreak havoc in your health. He would like to get into your mind over this last few days and wreak some havoc in your mind. But I want to tell you today, we have the authority to pray some prayers in the name of Jesus. We don't got to live in fear because we have the power of the name that is greater, more powerful, more omnipotent, more, more, more powerful than any other name. It's higher. So where do we use the authority of the name of Jesus? Well, first of all, we use it when we pray. The Bible says in John chapter 14 and verse 13, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. And verse 14 says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Wow. Well, what are you going to start asking for in the name of Jesus? He says, we can use it in prayer. I don't know that we believe those verses right there. I, I don't know that the, every child of God listening to me today and everyone that's a guest on this live broadcast today, I don't know that we believe that. But if we would only understand when we use the name of Jesus, Satan has no power over us. Corona has no power over us because we've got the power that's in the name of Jesus. De the demons tremble at the mention of his name. Hallelujah. Man, I'm getting all worked up here. 
Praise God. You know, the, the second place we can use the authority of the name of Jesus is to receive healing. Mark chapter 16 and verse 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. Are you a believer today? Here are some signs that should be following the believer. In my name. Say those three words with me. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. If you're sick today, if you've got a need in your body today, you know what you can do? You might not want me coming and touching you today. You might not want some saint or some elder in the church coming and pray, praying over you today. But really, you can lay hands on yourself. You can pray the prayer of faith. They shall lay hands on the sick. You can do it in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says they shall recover. The lame man at the gate beautiful in Acts chapter 3. The Bible says when, P when he was asking for alms, Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He didn't call upon the name of Peter or the name of John or, or the name of any spiritual leader in that day. He called on the name that is greater, the name that is more powerful. It's the name of Jesus. Peter later explained in that chapter how the miracle happened. He said in verse 16, he said, And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. It wasn't any other power but the power in the name of Jesus. We have the authority today to pray in Jesus' name. And sicknesses will go. We'll see miracles, signs, and wonders when we believe and pray in Jesus' name. Beyond that, the Bible lets us know that we're to receive salvation in that name. Acts 4 and 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Salvation comes in the name of Jesus. We're told to be baptized in the name of Jesus. In Acts 2, in verse 38, Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 10 and 48, the Word of God says that he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. It's the powerful name. It's the matchless name. It's the glorious name of Jesus. We're also told, really, if, if we're, we don't, okay, we, we, we get healed in Jesus' name, where salvation comes in Jesus' name, we get baptized in Jesus' name, we pray in Jesus' name. What about all the other things, Pastor? Well, here's what the Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 and 17. Whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. You, you're to use the authority of the name of Jesus in everything you do. Every word, every deed, you do it all in the name of Jesus. You know what? We're, we're dealing with an enemy, and I'm not talking about corona right now. I'm talking about Satan, the underworld, the demons that are out to get the child of God off track. Satan would like to, to shut down the name of Jesus. Because Satan knows the power that's in the name of Jesus. Satan doesn't want you praying in Jesus' name. Satan doesn't want you singing about Jesus' name. Satan doesn't want you, you know, using his name, the name of Jesus. Why? Because he knows there's power 
in the name of Jesus. He knows the authority that comes in the name of Jesus. And when the child of God begins to pray, and when the child of God begins to cry out in the name of Jesus, things begin to happen. Anything is possible when you pray in the name of Jesus. You can have healing for your body. You can have answers to your situation. You can see God bring salvation to your family. And yes, God can end this whole coronavirus thing as we pray, as we bind together as a church and believe God in the name of Jesus. We're not going to pray in the name of Stephen. We're not going to, that's a great name, but we're not going to pray in that name. We're not going to pray in the name of some preacher, some televangelist. I think all preachers today have just become tele-evangelists. But we're not going to pray in the name of some preacher, some man. We're, we're going to pray in Jesus' name. We're not going to go to some other God, so-called God out there, and, and pray in that name. No, we're going we're to come. We're going to pray against the darkness in the name of Jesus. There's a legal term that, that you've heard. Many of you might even have this because of a loved one. It's called the power of attorney. If you have the power of attorney, you have the ability, the authorization to represent someone. You can act on their behalf. You can sign checks on their behalf. It's called the power of attorney. I want to let you know today, church, that you and I have been given the power of attorney. We've been given and authorized to use the name of Jesus. We've been appointed to go forth. We've been appointed on, on behalf of of, of Jesus Christ to go forth in his name, to take the authority over the enemy in the name of Jesus. John chapter 15 and verse 16 says, You did not cho choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. We have the appointment. We've been chosen. We've been given the power of attorney that we can go forth and we can begin to pray things and we can begin to speak things. We can begin to ask things in the name of Jesus. And as we do, because we have the authority, Satan must flee at the mention of that name. You know what? The devil is betting on the fact that we don't, as children of God, that we don't understand our rightful authority. That we'll just kind of step back and we, we won't use the power that's in the name of Jesus. He's working overtime to, to cause you to doubt the authority that God has given you to use the name of Jesus. I'm challenging some saint of God today. Don't step back. Don't, 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 don't cower in fear. Be bold. Be strong. And use that name that is above every name. Because I believe that Jesus has appointed us. Jesus has chosen us. He's chosen us to be vessels of honor right now. He's chosen us to speak life right now. He's chosen the church right now to go forth and bring hope to this world. He, he's looking for a mighty army of believers who know who they are in Christ that will go forth and use the authority that we've been given. You can have victory over any circumstance. You can have victory over any sickness. You, you can see God bring to pass the problems. They, they, can, they can dissipate when you go in Jesus' name. I believe as we come to a conclu conclusion here today that there's some prayers that need to be prayed in our homes today. We're not together. We're not going to gather at the front of the church today. But you can gather with your family. 
You, you can sit on the sofa, you can sit on the chair, and you can begin to pray some prayers right now with your children, with your spouse, with, with your family members that are gathered together. And you can begin to pray some prayers using the authority that you've been given in the name of Jesus. There's victory to be had here. There's hope to be given here. There's encouragement that the child of God should be broadcasting to your neighbors, to your family. We're going to begin to pray here in a moment. But, but another verse of Scripture in John chapter 16 and verse 24, the Bible says, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Wow. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. But the verse goes on to say, Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. There's some asking that needs to happen. I, I don't want to be the one said that we haven't asked anything in the name of Jesus. I, I want to be the pastor. I want to be the man of God. I want to be the husband. I want to be the father that asks some things and cries out to God in prayer in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It, it's okay if you begin to pray right now. I'm almost done. But the Bible lets us know in Hebrews 4 and 16, we're to come boldly before the throne of grace. That's not timid. That's not coming in a backward fashion. But we're to come boldly. We're, we're to come into His presence. We're to come with the, with the authority of His Word and the power of the name of Jesus. And we're to speak boldly. We're to declare things in the Spirit. We're be, to begin to pray. And the Bible says that when we do that, we will obtain mercy. And we will find grace to help in our time of need. If there was ever a time of need in our culture, it's today. If there's ever a time of need in our families, in our neighborhoods, in our church, it's today. We've never seen anything like this. There's power in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram and on Facebook, search Life Church, and our logo has a big black and navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. We thank you for the support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.